Speaking of weather, years ago there was a huge flood, like a catastrophic huge flood. And there's, um, there's one person that I wanted to, I heard about their story. So there was uh, one man who was in that town and he wasn't married with by himself. He was just a good fella. You know, he was just a friendly guy, a caring guy. He was very faithful, went to church all the time. So anyway, in the storm, you know, the flood's coming down for days hard, and the neighborhood is, like, filling up. I mean, yeah, so people are escaping. And it comes to a point where he literally has to crawl onto his roof uh, and wait to be rescued, hope for help. Hope for help, yeah. And he's, he knows God saves, so he's praying, God, God, save me. And in the middle of his prayers, someone comes by. There's, a, there's like a man in a rowboat, and he comes by and he says, jump in. And he says confidently, no, 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 thank you. Thank you, God will save me. And then... But an hour later, he's still praying fervently, and a family in like a pontoon boat comes by his house, and in, um, in a hurry, they said, jump in, now, get in. And he's panicked, believe me, he's panicked at this point, but he says, no, no, thank you, God will save me. And what, 20 minutes later, a helicopter is looking for survivors, they spot him, and they pull over his house, and they throw a rope down, and they yell in the intercom, hurry, jump on. And this smart but faithful man says, no, God will save me. And mind you, at this point, the water's up to his chest. He's like clinging to the roof. He's almost being swept away, and he says, no, God will come. He will save me. And he died. Not too long uh, after that, <clears throat> he drowned and he died. And when he passed on, he found himself in heaven before God. So imagine his surprise. He says, God, where were you? He says, I was calling your name. I was asking you to save me. I was asking for help. Where were you? And God just, you know, gives that fatherly look and just shakes his head. He says, I sent you a rowboat. I sent you a pontoon boat. I sent you a helicopter. You know, what else did you expect? It's not a true story. <laughs> I was waiting to see who would recognize it and when, I, when I went on. It's a great story, though. So think about it, though. Think about this man in this situation. When we're asking for help, desperate help often, we expect that either it's going to come to us in a surprising, dramatic, extraordinary way or it doesn't come at all. In our desperation, we think that a lot of the time. But so often, God sends his help, sends his word in very familiar ways. And they're so familiar in people and things we see all the time, we think it's too easy. Mm -mm. I have to keep looking. I got to keep moving on, looking for the right answer. That's going to shake me. And to this point, I got a question for you. Has, has anyone in your family or one of your close friends, somebody you've known for a long time, ever come to you and told you, I was talking with somebody today 
and they gave me this great, solid advice. It made so much sense. And you think to yourself, or you say, I already told you that. <laughs> I said that already. Who has that happened to? A few people? Have you ever been that person that said, when? When did you tell me? So we have to ask ourselves, is God saying to us sometimes, you know, why aren't you listening to me? Why aren't you hearing me? I'm trying to tell you, but you're not hearing me. There's this trick that we fall into so easily. Is that we very often listen to strangers and acquaintances and people we pass and things we read, posts we see, so long before we listen to anyone who is close to us. It happens uh, a long time because we think, how can something new, how can I get something new from someone so familiar to me? And remember, that we hear this in the readings, that God speaks our language. He knows, he knows what we need to hear, and he knows how we need to hear it. So we have to be open to the when, the where, the how, the through whom that God wants to get his message across to us. And yeah, the message that Moses was saying, that he was relaying to the people, was much easier than maybe they were expecting. You know, they're waiting desperately, they're exiles, right? They're waiting desperately, or they're waiting for leadership, rather. So they're hoping, God, lead us, save us, uh, take care of us. And God assures them. He says, yes, I will send you someone prophetic, someone among you. I will send you one of your own kin to teach you and to lead you and to help you. So in the same way God assures us, calm down. I will give you what you need, when you need it, and I will speak my word to you through whomever I choose in that moment. And that's the great thing about God, is that through Jesus, God became a person, right? The great thing about God is that he can, and he often can surprise us through people and events that we are so familiar with and see all the time. And those we know best often are kin. Good word. So his answers come, well, where we don't expect it, because he's God and we're not, right? So family, familial, familiar, there's a correlation there. And St. Paul reminds us, going on this today, in a very dramatic way, he reminds us the proper and best way to live out our calling as brothers, sisters, as daughters, nieces, nephews, spouses, as family. He says if we only make our marriage or our family or relationships about them, we can get caught up. You know, if we only do what we do to please them, it's possible that we could get misguided in it. You know, we can get caught up in the feeling or just what we see rather than what God is seeing or trying to show us. And if so, we might tell the people that we love only what they want to hear. Or we might not say what we feel they need to hear. And on the flip side, if it's just about us and them, 
We might tell the people that we know what we want them to understand. We tell them what we want them to hear rather than taking the time and listening to God for what, for what they need or exactly what we need to say. So how do, how do we find our way? How do we please God? If nothing else, the starting point needs to be love for them, not our own feeling. Because if it comes from a place of love, that's how God operates, and he will get the message across. You know, and he'll take care of business. So I would say that when someone close to us, uh, a good friend, a family member, uh, whoever, someone we've known for a long time, if they try to tell us something, like the psalm says, if you hear God's voice, harden not your hearts. If someone tries to say something important, before we put up that wall of familiarity, you know, and close our ears, just breathe for a second and listen. You know, is this, is this something that God is trying to tell me now in front of me? Is this the moment of help that I've been hoping for but wasn't expecting? Is this, is this the answer to a prayer in a familiar way? Is this that robo that's, that's coming across our face? Is this that, that pontoon boat that we're not expecting? Is this that rope from the sky that God is sending? So just trust that in one way or another, God will send the help we need. Keep our eyes open and our ears open.